everyone. Thanks for joining us on the GYST podcast, where we discuss topics to help you get your together. Hello, everyone, and welcome again to another edition of your favorite podcast, the GYST podcast, also known as Get Your Shit Together. Glenn, it feels so good to be on air. You want to do Thank it again? You. I mean, we can. Feels that good. You can do it again. <laughs> well, I, I mean, I'd like to, you know, uh, it's just you and I on this episode, but I'd like to thank you and Kyle for covering for me the, the past uh, many episodes. Um, I had a trip down to California and then had some major projects with deadlines due. And, you know, thank you for, for covering for me. And you guys did a great job. And, you know, it's good to know that, that we've got a good team going. So thank you for that. Hey, no problem, man. No problem. We got your back. Whew. We got you, fam. All right. So here goes. Um, so this is a this is a topic that I wanted to bring up because I need some help in my personal life, uh, centered around this topic. And I thought, you know, this would be good because you are one of the people that I know who is really excellent with this skill. And so, you know, <laughs> uh love to love to learn from you and and you know, kind of share what what kind of led to this, and then you know, let, let's see where where we go. But, ladies and gentlemen, uh, like I said, uh, Glenn and I are on this episode, and this topic is how to accomplish more by simplifying your life. So again, how to accomplish more by simplifying your life. And for me, this is huge. I always start so many projects that I, I've i got the starting part down because, you know, I, I've got a new project and it's either something that I've done enough times, like starting a podcast where I've got a checklist already made. So if I want to start a new podcast, boom, I can do that. Same thing with like YouTube type stuff. Other projects that are brand new, what I'll do is I'll take the time to organize my thoughts and then put that together in an action plan. But what happens is I don't have the long-term action plan down. And so, you know, if, if I don't know what direction I'm going in, I tend to start a new project and it's something new and something new. And I've just kind of have complicated my own life because I haven't taken the time to simplify it. And Glenn, again, you know, you are someone I know who really takes the time and effort to simplify things in your life, whether it's uh, work stuff, relationships, physical items, you know, whatever you have. And so, you know, I'm looking for your guidance here. So we'd love to kind of get your thoughts on, on what you do, how you do, why you do. What is Gamora? Why is Gamora? <laughs> yeah. So um, simplifying my life, it, it's it sounds easy when you think about it, right? Oh, I just need to cut myself down to this, 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 and this, and then I'm good. I can just focus on those for my life, and I'll be good. It's not as easy as as it sounds. Uh, simplifying your life, it's a challenge. It's a process, and it does take a little bit of extra planning. Um, you would think cutting out extraneous things in your life would be easy, right? It's like, oh, I just need to cut it off. I don't have to worry about it anymore. 
it, it's not that simple because we've gotten accustomed to so many things in our lives. Like, uh, for instance, cable TV. A lot of people have some sort of cable service or subscription service like Netflix or Hulu or whatever. Um, they've gotten accustomed to having it, but let's be honest, how often do people actually use those nowadays? I was looking at my life going, ah, I've got this subscription. I, I'll, I'll get that instead of cable. I can cut my costs. Mm-hmm. I got used to having it, didn't think about it. And I, I decided one day just go, um, how much am I actually watching throughout the month? Heck, how much am I actually watching throughout a week? Does it justify that extra cost? Well, not really. I don't really watch much TV, so... When do I watch TV? Oh, when I'm over with my family. Well, I'm over at their house, so... I'm not watching it at my house. Why do I have this subscription? I spend more of my time in video games. I ha- it's it's a really hard thing because you've got these things in your life that it, that just became habit or normal. Sort of like COVID. Now the new normal is staying indoors and wearing a mask everywhere you go. It's just become a new norm. And which, by the way, I will say I gained a whole new level of respect for you. Uh, <laughs> yesterday, uh, I had to go run a couple errands and, uh, I wasn't wearing my contacts. So I had my glasses and everything was so difficult because my glasses would just broop, immediately fog up. And I was like, man, like the people who, who need to wear glasses. I mean, I know now that there's certain sprays and stuff that, that have come out there, but oof, that was, that was rough. Oh man. I don't, I don't use sprays. I just wear a specific type of mask that allows the airflow to go down uh, to my chin instead of up to my glasses. Oh, yeah. So we, we have to get creative. Those of us who have four eyes, <laughs> no simplifying my life. Um, and, and I've taken a process to simplify my life. I simplified my bills. I simplified, um, my, my work structure at, at the office. And part of that was, you know, forced on me with COVID, right? With everyone working from home. Um, I've simplified my travel. I work from home, so I don't have to travel. That gives me more time to work on things that I've always wanted to do. Mm-hmm. So do you, do you proactively do this? Or is it when you realize, like, maybe you're getting a little overwhelmed and your life has become a little bit more complicated than you would like? Like, is it more of a reactive thing or a proactive thing? Mine was more proactive, right? Um, Back before the lockdowns and the quarantines, I just sort of, uh, I don't know, I I did a lot of what I normally do. I'd go to a movie once, twice a month. Um, I'd, I'd sit at the office and I'd answer as many emails as I could, sometimes working on my book while I'm on a call <laughs> and uh, I ended up, I don't know, just getting frustrated with the fact that, you know what, I'm, I'm really doing way too much here. I'm, I'm, I'm constantly spending way too much time doing multiple things, multitasking. And sometimes things would slip through the cracks and I don't like having that 
type of, of, of personality where I'm letting, um, a job slip through the cracks. I mean, that can affect my income, right? Yeah. So, um, I had to take a step back there and go, okay, so what can I simplify in my life? What can I remove to make sure that I'm focused? And it was especially hard here at the house to simplify my work life because I've, I've got a TV. I've got a, I've got an Xbox right next to me. I could sit here and play video games all day. So how did I address that? How did I simplify it so that when I'm working, I'm working and not playing video games? I move the Xbox to another room. I remove the temptation. Mm-hmm. And on the TV, instead of you know DVDs or, or streaming materials, I have it connected to my computer now. And I've got... Um, spreadsheets up there that might I might have to uh, reference throughout the day. So what do you do? Um, let's see, I'm just taking notes real quick. So what about, so one of the problems that I'm having is I've got so many projects that I want to do. I, I believe in them. And these are things that I don't want to give up on. They're things that benefits um you know to to a certain extent they benefit me but they benefit others as well and i just keep adding more and more and these are the things that that i have passion behind that I, that i want to do and that's where i feel i start struggling is you know how do you how do you recognize when it's not physical things, but things that, that you are passionate about, things that you know you're you're connected about deeply. Mental and emotional. When that. Yeah. When it comes to that, I prioritize which is most important, which is most pressing, which is most urgent, which is the one I can affect the most today. And I do everything that I can on that at that time. I don't split my time. If I'm working on a project, like for, for the time I was writing my book, um, I didn't actually play many video games. I didn't, uh, I didn't go to see movies. I didn't sit down and watch TV. There were whole weekends when my family wouldn't see me. I would actually devote my time to just that one thing. I wanted to get it done because heck, otherwise I would just, uh, procrastinate on it and it'd never get done. <laughs> I really wanted to get that book done. And I got it done. I got it done to the point where, Hey, it's about ready to be published and I can't wait. And you better believe we are going to promote the heck out of that thing on this channel or uh, on this podcast. Oh, believe me. As soon as I got a copy, I'll autograph it for you both. I'll get oh, one of those shucks. auto pens. I'll get those auto pens and let it sign it for me. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, because I was I was speaking to a friend recently about all the different things that I've got going on in my life, and when it when it came time to, because you do have to evaluate all the things that you've got on your plate, and so for example, for I noticed, you know, uh, one example is the podcast, you know, GYST, you know, we're we're going into our no we. 
we've hit our fifth year. God, that's so crazy to think about. Um, so we've been doing this for five years now. And initially... Know, what, 212 now, right? 212 episodes? Yeah. Whew. Oh, my God. That's crazy to think about. Huge. Uh, I remember the way this whole thing started was I'm having... And, and I mean, you've been my friend for, you know, 10 plus years now. We, we, I have deep relationships with my friends where we talk about our, our relationships aren't just surface level. We, we dive in deep and we get to know each other and, you know, become vulnerable with each other. And I realized I was having these in-depth personal development conversations with my friends. Anyways, let's just record it. And boom, we've got a podcast. And, and, and that's how it started. The, the original idea wasn't, I mean, I want to promote my stuff a little bit. Uh, and, and I did, you know, for, for a little bit, but then we start growing. We, you know, everything was fun. The, the reason why I'm bringing this up is when the three of us, myself, you and Kyle kind of got to the point where we're like, you know, we, we just want to come in every couple of weeks, record the episodes, release them. It was more important for us to continue the tradition, to, to learn and help ourselves. And for, for the longest time, that, that was going well. But then, you know, kind of going back to my earlier thoughts of not really having like that long-term growth plan, for me, it started becoming just just kind of there, just something I do every other week instead of something where I'm like actively looking forward to to it, especially now since we're doing it remotely. Because before, when we would meet in person, it was like, you know, this is great. I get a chance to see Glenn. I guess a chance to see Kyle. We, we laugh. We joke. But now it's more of, okay, let's record our episodes and, you know, all right, catch you guys again in a couple of weeks. And well, so it becomes I think more of a process, right? I mean, it, it's just becoming a process with with uh, work from home. You don't have that personal interaction. I understand. Yeah, and that's when I was like, you know, if we don't want to, if we don't want to grow, grow it, but we still want, you know, I still want to learn from it. So, so why can't I? And so, you know, I was like, I'm going to have fun my own way. And so, I got a new new cover redid the website simplified things and you know it kind of re-energized me again and so the reason why i bring all this up is when you are passionate about something and you realize like it's just starting to become more like you said a process what do you do to re-energize yourself i mean you went from video games being a stress relief to something that you are actively growing on your on your twitch is it still Twitch? I know you switched. It it is Twitch now, yes. Okay. Uh Wolfgar one? Wolfgar zero one. Yep. Twitch.tv slash Wolfgar zero one. Cool. And so with with that, how do you how do you still find enjoyment in those things? Like how are video games still fun for you if you are worried about what you say, how you say, you know, how you grow the channel, the the way you invite people, you know, all the other stuff that goes into it. it are, are you enjoying that process more or do you still enjoy video games for the sake of enjoying the video games? 
oh man, I still enjoy video games for the sake of video games. And I think that's why I have the viewers that I have. Um, and you know me, I don't really have much of a filter anyway with my mouth. So You? Get yeah. out of here. Yeah, so I don't really watch what I say or how I say it on my stream. I just react normally. And I think that, I think that resonates with the people, but it, it keeps me from getting to that point where it's, okay, this is a process. It's, it's a job instead of, you know, a passion. Um, to me, video games are always going to come first over the stream. Mm -hmm. I want to still have fun with them. Video games are, are meant to be fun. They're meant to be entertaining. And I'd rather bring that entertainment to other people um, and bring them along with me. But um, if it ever becomes to the point where I'm focused more on just growing uh, my audience base because I want to do what they want me to do, it's no longer me. It's them. It's okay, not so, my thing. It's their thing. Okay, so with that, what what is the goal that you have for this? My goal for it is just to make sure that people are having a good, entertaining time. So it's I want it to too... grow, but I don't want it to be something where I'm growing for the sake of other people's thoughts of me. I'd rather grow from what I like to do, and if people enjoy it, come on, let's have some fun. Mm-hmm. Because you, you, you do reach a point to where what you are doing, exactly how you're doing, yields you the results that you have right now. Just like this podcast. Right. We stopped actively growing it and just recorded it, and we have plateaued. Sometimes we go up, sometimes we go down, but for the, for the majority of the part, you know, we've, we've plateaued. <clears throat> for us... That was our goal. So for you, how did you define your what your goal was? And and has it changed from what you initially wanted to do? No, no. My, my goal has always been to have fun in video games and to share that enjoyment with others. Um, I do like seeing my channel grow, which, hey, that's always a, a rewarding thing. Um. So I haven't seen my, my goals change on that. Mm -hmm. um, I don't really plateau because, again, part of the entertaining factor with video games is you don't stay stationed in one thing for too long. Uh, while Sea of Thieves is my game of choice, I play other things. I try and uh, have fun with my friends online, and I bring them into it. The conversations we have, it's similar to the conversations we have here in in the humor side at least <laughs> we, we have odd conversations that sometimes get inappropriate <clears throat> kyle <laughs> rohit <clears throat> what the oh so, don't even what the me you know what i'm talking about wait what no now i'm lost i know it's okay <laughs> though i'll draw you a map <laughs> Um, so, you know, what, what, what are the times when you are reactive in your simplification? Because, so the reason why I'm bringing this up is initially when we talked, you said 
you, you know, you tend to be more proactive, but then you talked about like sitting at work, you know, in, in your home office and realizing you've got all these distractions that you then worked on eliminating. That was a little bit reactive. So along those lines, I, I still want to know, like, you know, what about personal stuff? So when, you know, you are a man who, I mean, for as long as I've known, you've said uh, you'd rather have a few really good friends than, than a lot of, you know, average friends. Right. So when, how do you go about doing that? I do my best to uh, simplify all my communications. You know, I don't, uh, I don't throw out big wild parties anymore. I don't throw invites to huge barbecues. It's usually just a few friends over now. Mm-hmm. Um, it makes my cooking experience much easier and I can enjoy the food a lot better because I'm getting to eat it while it's hot instead of <laughs> after everyone's already had some <laughs> and it's cold by the time I get to it. Yeah. Um, part of simplifying your life is taking a look at everything. I mean, you, it, even if it's reactive, you're still being proactive. Mm-hmm. Um, any reaction is still a proactive move. Um, you're, you're still making a a change for your future moves, right? For your, for your future simplification. If it's yeah. reactive right now, eventually it becomes proactive because you're just making that an improvement on, on your situation. And in my case, I've simplified my bills. I simplified... Uh, my work structure, I now know exactly what I do three times a day. <laughs> <laughs> I go from one job to the other to the other, and I'm done. By 7 o'clock, I've got my dinner. I'm sitting down. I can play some video games. I can stream for about an hour or two. So I just make sure that I have a, a, a clear understanding of what I need to accomplish each day. And I focus on, on the day. I have my, my long-term goal of what I want to accomplish financially and relationship-wise. I have that long-term goal. But I'm making sure that, okay, today's the day I have to accomplish this, this, and this, and that's it. I don't focus on what I need to do tomorrow. I focus on the day. It simplifies it. Mm-hmm. If I fail to meet my goals today, okay, I need to double my efforts tomorrow. And I don't go, well, I'm, I can just slack off and work harder tomorrow. No, it's, I've got to try and accomplish all three of these goals today. I do everything I can to the point where I can't do any more than I go, okay, it's my time to stop working now. I have to go from this to my relaxation and clear my mind. So you set boundaries for yourself. You have to. If you don't set boundaries, other things will creep in. It'll complicate your life even more. Mm-hmm. And then how do you continue to abide by those? Like, Do you write them down? Do you like, you know, what, what's your method here? I set rules for myself and I put it on my calendar as a recurring reminder every morning. So when I wake up and I, I go to clock in for the, the morning work, right? You know, when I roll out of bed, grab my shower, walk into my office with a a towel on or a 
a robe on instead of, you know, a suit. (laughs) (laughs) I sit down and I look at my calendar to see what's expected today. And I make sure that those are my three focuses. And then my work tasks for my job. I make sure that all my meetings are scheduled. I know exactly what I'm supposed to do. I don't stray from those. Hmm. Okay. So what, what are the, you know, I mean, things just can't be all rosy. What, what are some of the things that you've had to. No, even, even with a schedule, it doesn't always work out. Right. And you don't always accomplish what you need to get done. Uh, Nothing's going to be perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, you're never going to have perfect results, but you can have perfect effort. If you're putting 100% in, even if you fail, you can at least hold your head up, and that's the way I look at it. I don't look for the excuse. I look for where I failed, and I look on where I can improve the next day. So nothing is ever perfect. Nothing's ever rosy but I can at least tell you that I do my best to get everything done every day. I can never say that uh, I just slacked off today. Didn't accomplish what I needed to do. No, it's, I didn't meet my goal because X, Y, and Z affected the outcome of today and I'll work harder tomorrow. Okay. So how do you tackle your long-term goals then? Long-term goals. For because... instance, for instance, finances, you know exactly what you have to do. You know what your debts are. You know what your income is. Or at least you know what your income is at that moment. So you just make sure you're following your plan day after day on how you're going to pay your bills. You set aside the money. You make sure that's taken care of first. Anything extra, you put into savings. Instead of going out and buying frivolous things. Yeah. Well, so what I what I meant by that is it sounds like most of the techniques that you have are more of day-to-day things that, that you are doing. So when it comes to like a long-term goal, like, you know, let's – aside from something that's tangible, like, like you talked about with money, you know – there's a way to know exactly, like you said, you know, you can break it that you can break that down. But what about like when it comes to like relationships, like friendships, for example? So how do you how do you recognize when it's time to uh, expand or contract? Well, I've had plenty of experience with contracting relationships. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So, I mean, that, that's the tough part, you know, when it comes it is. to more it is. tangible things, you can break it down, you know, because there's no emotion involved. But and, even and when I think about it like makes it the relationship people. side is is much harder, especially right now with with quarantines. It's harder to get out and go do things, go see friends like we used to. I mean, we're, we're not really recording in the studio. We're still going this this route of distance recording. Right. Yeah. So it's it's harder to get out there and see people. So it's harder to have that face-to-face relationship. Um, I guess it's, you know, for me, I'm, I'm very simple in my needs for relationships when it comes to that, right? Um, 
for the most part, I'm a introverted guy. I can sit at home all day if I want and, and be comfortable. Um, doesn't mean I don't enjoy going out to see friends. Doesn't mean I don't mind going out to see a movie or going out in the public. It's just, I'm cool with being home alone most of the time. Mm-hmm. Um, part of my relationships are, are with my friends online, right? Um, I play video games with them. I chat with them. I know their day. I know their, their lives. They know my life. It's, it's, it's more difficult to get the face to face now, but at least there are ways you can still get into relationships and and advance relationships. Well, so I I guess what, what I want to know is you specifically, like, what do you do when you realize you know, I need to increase my, the amount of friends I have in my life, or, you know, it's time to decrease the amount of friends in my life. Well, for me, I know that's a tough question. I'm happy with the amount of friends I have. (laughs) It's manageable, right? Um, does that mean I would, you know, refuse new ones? No. I think, you know, anytime you can make a new good relationship, a good friend, it's a healthy thing. But it has that become a reactive thing instead of a proactive thing? You know what I mean? That's a tough question. I, yeah, and that's a very tough question. I, I guess right now it's more reactive, um, and it, it probably is for a lot of people right now. Uh, for me, it's more reactive because I'm not out in the office. I'm not. Uh, I'm not out in public. I'm pretty much staying home and not going anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I. Th- I think this, I think we might have done this episode before you. I don't, I don't fully remember, but we did do an episode on how to make friends as adults, and that's so important because what we end up doing is just our friends revolve around where we work, and so when you are, you know, growing up, you're in a class of thirty new people every year. Or when you go to you know middle school, high school type stuff, when when you're going to multiple classes, you meet you know two, three hundred people easily. So it's 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 a lot easier to make friends. But as adults, it's way more difficult and requires you to be almost proactive in, in meeting people. Um, and so you know what what is that experience like for you? Hmm. Well, for me, meeting people is usually online when I meet them. So, um, work makes it easier because I have to go to the people's desks, right? You know how it is where I work. Um, I get to talk with people. I get to know them there. Um, outside of work, video games is the only other social, um, experience I have. So, um, I make sure that I'm playing games that are online and every once in a while I'll turn it on to a random uh, player instead of just friends. That way I get some random friends online. I, I get to meet new people. It's a good way to meet a lot of people, but some of those people aren't exactly the best people. You know what I mean? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> a lot of toxic people out in video games. Yeah. But um, oh. yeah, if if there's any way, especially for those introverts out there, because a lot of video game players are introverts. 
If they're worried about meeting new people, they want to make some friends, odds are they have a very good method right there with video games. Um, like some of my friends, um, you've heard me talk about them before, Rotorhead, his daughter. Um, after playing video games with them for so long, I finally invited them over to my house for a barbecue. They Wait, showed I up, I got to meet them right? and beep. Uh, yeah, you know DJ. DJ but, uh, Dietek? Yeah. Yep. I met Rotorhead through DJ. Mm-hmm. So um, I, I've I've had him and his family over, and we, we barbecued, we sat down, we chatted. We didn't even turn on the TV. We just sat there and talked for about four hours. So if, if you could have a, a little bit of advice for people who want to simplify their lives and, you know, maybe – in, in my case where, you know, there's too many projects that, that I keep adding to, or, you know, it could be physical stuff, like, you, you know, the, the, just the physical things that you tend to accumulate in life, the emotional things, relationships, and there's so many different ways that you can simplify your life. So in, in closing, um, what's some advice that, that you could give to be proactive? So to be proactive... Sit down and look at your life. Look at where your time is going. Look at where your relationships are going. And look at where your money's coming from. Prioritize what's the most important. And I, I mean, make a list. Make a, a nice list of the things in those three categories that, that mean the most to you. Put them in order of what's most important to least important. And if it's least important, it's something you don't need, cut it out. Get rid of it. It's just complicating your life. Obviously, if it's something that you have to have, something you can't live without, it's going to be higher up on your priority list anyway. But simplify what you, what you need in life. Focus on the needs and not the wants. Like, I want to go to a movie. Do I need to? No. I want to watch TV. I don't need to. I won't, heck, I want to go to parties. Do I need to? Eh, sometimes, just to have some fun. You got to balance that part of your life. Balance is simplification. If you're out of balance, you're not going to be a very simplified life, that's for sure. Yeah. Cool. Well, um, yeah, I think that about wraps it up for uh, this episode. Wow. What do you think? That one went by pretty quick, too. <laughs> right? Oh, man. Well, Glenn, uh, thanks for sharing your insights. It definitely helped me a lot, you know, because it's, it's one of those things to where when you are involved in the scenario that you are trying to avoid, it's difficult to get that external perspective when you are just operating by yourself. When other people can shed some light on what's working and what's not working. That's when you can get an objective viewpoint. You can see what works, what doesn't work. And it's especially good if you go to someone who you are aligned with enough to where they know what you want your outcome to be. You and I have that relationship. We've known each other for, for, Plus years now. A very long time. So, <laughs> you know, we both know what 
the direction we kind of want to take our lives and we know how we can help support each other. But it's important to reach out for that as well, because what that does is that strengthens the relationship. If I just say, wow, well, you know, it's been a while since Glenn's asked me how I'm doing, then I'm equal, equally to blame there. But, but if I reach out to you and I see, okay, man, I've reached out to Glenn 10 times in a row. He hasn't responded back. Then all of a sudden there's, there's doubt created. But when you have problems, reach out to someone and just say, look, here's what's going on in my life. And, and you don't have to make it all deep and stuff like that. I'm, I just told you, Glenn, I've got a lot of stuff going on in my life. How do I simplify? You shared your tips and tricks. Cool. Now I'm good. Yep. So, I'm a bad friend. I know. What the? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, ladies and gentlemen, uh, thank you for joining us on the GYC podcast. It was good to be back. Next week, we'll have the entire crew here, uh, myself, Kyle, and Glenn. So uh, look forward to that. So with that, uh, catch you later, Glenn. Catch you later, Bill and Ted and Rohit. Thanks, everyone, for listening to our GYST podcast. We hope you learned how to get your together. 